Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And... Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Today, we are covering the Christmas classic, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Chevy Chase, the whole crew. <laughs> Slapstick. Slapstick. Comedy. It's got it all. It's uh, got whimsy. It's got some whimsy. It does not make a lot of sense, though. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and for those of you who uh, haven't seen Christmas Vacation, basically what, what happens is uh, Clark Griswold, uh, played by Chevy Chase, is uh, trying to have the perfect Christmas uh, family uh, holiday, and uh, and basically all his relatives are kind of nuts, and he's obsessed with having this perfect thing, and everything kind of goes wrong, and he doesn't get his big Christmas bonus, and so his uh, his his cousin uh, abducts his boss and brings him to the family. So it's basically just a whole bunch of hijinks and stuff like that that go on, and they horribly torture their poor neighbors. Their poor neighbors, <laughs> <laughs> who are supposed to be, I think, like they're supposed to be like snooty or something. So it's like, ooh, yeah. they deserve it. So were they who you clocked as the villain in this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah them and obviously the boss. The boss. To a degree. Um, now, obviously, if you don't buy into this world at all, it's the father. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it the, is. The, the father is very clearly the villain of this movie, but I don't... And I think that is supposed to be the intent to a certain degree. I think so. I, well, Chevy Chase is an ass and plays an ass. <laughs> yeah, I was watching this like, oh, he's just like playing himself. You yeah, know? yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, yeah. Like, He's a dick, whatever he wants, he tries to get and at no cost or at any cost, pardon me. Yes, yes. He doesn't know when to give up and it's a character flaw and it works very well as a comedy, mm -hmm. right? And I can't even fault his motivation for wanting to have a very nice holiday. Oh, no, I fault it. You do? I fault it. I fault the whole thing. I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> only, and I would like I to say, say only. His execution <laughs> is terrible, but I, I, his no. the core, I want to have a nice Christmas with my family. No, disagree. Disagree. Uh, disagree. <laughs> Hard disagree. You heard it here first. <laughs> Rebecca is against family. <laughs> <laughs> no, here, okay, here's the thing. Now, obviously, if I wasn't watching, I would just like to say off the top, that if you love this movie, please note that I had to watch it critically. Okay, so this is <laughs> this is from the point of view of somebody trying to be critical, not like, oh, I'm not trying to pick apart the whimsy that is this movie. Because if I was just watching it with a, you know, a glass of eggnog, I'm sure I would have really enjoyed myself. Okay, but that is not how I watch this movie, and I have a lot of things to say. <laughs> okay, I have a lot of things to say. First of all, um, this idea of perfection is madness. It's, oh, pu it's okay. pure madness. Yep. It's pure madness. Okay. Absolute madness to put that onto your family, onto everybody around you. He is constantly endangering people. Okay. Not even like, Oh, we're being like, oh, we're being fun or we're being over the top or like the Turkey must be perfect. No, you're literally risking people's lives around you to fulfill what only you want. 
Yes. No yeah, one oh, else has asked for this. And, and I think that's a very important point to the movie. <laughs> and and you're right about that right from the opening scene, which is them driving to get the Christmas tree, where he makes his whole family trek out into the woods with no... <laughs> with no with, with no axe. He also endangers his family because of road rage. Yeah, because somebody's riding his ass and he flips you, them off. Yeah, and you, you know who's wrong in that scenario? It's not the biker guys in the truck. It's the person with the family in their vehicle. Flipping These off the guys are them. allowed to do this to a certain degree. They can kind of be assholes on the road. Okay. I'm not saying I would have agreed with them either, but you are the person with the family in your car. You go, you know what? I'm going to set an example. I'm going to be the better man here. You're going by, which he, he's incapable of doing. He is of incapable of doing. That is his flaw. And that's what, you know, yeah, makes that, the whole movie is that he cannot stop. Yeah. And he ends up under the uh, the timber truck. Yes. Under, yes. Which is, uh, I'll say this right off the top. <laughs> this movie hits a lot of legitimate fears of mine. <laughs> 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 Where I'm just like, oh, icy roads in the middle and a, a transport truck? Uh, that's not even a fear. That's just, that is also well-based. I've almost been hit by transport trucks on mm. icy roads. Um, but yeah, there's that. And yeah, so he's a dick from go from from movie. jump street and, uh, and also from before jump street because this is actually the 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 third movie in a mm, trilogy or yeah um or, also i'm sorry uh corporate men not receiving their bonuses i will not cry i will not cry for you i will not cry for any of you fuck you actually more importantly fuck you to the highest degree okay you want more for the job that you've already been paid for mm -hmm. i'm not saying in the context of this movie i understand that this is like oh these fat cats and these stockholders are trying to get more money and i'm like okay i can understand how that's wrong but the idea that you live in this huge house on a huge. huge house, huge house where to the point where you can have every single one of your family members over and it's a little, uh, we're a little tight, but we can fit everybody. Okay. And I'm supposed to feel bad for you cause you might not get your fucking pool. Right. And he's put, he's eat a dick, eat, eat the hardest dick you can find. <laughs> Go find one and eat it. Wow. Am I mad at you? Well, and, and the, the, the worst thing about that is he puts, he says he's already put the deposit down, which means he spent money that he can't afford. Yeah, he spent $7,500 that he doesn't have. Hoping that he'd get a big bonus. Hoping, And be yes. able to cover it, which is madness. It is madness. Bitch, get an above ground, okay? Get an above ground pool like the rest of us, okay? <laughs> Go to the Y. <laughs> Go to the Y. Do something else. There was somewhere here where you have caused your own anxieties, okay? You've caused your own problems by going, I always get this bonus. This is going to be good for my children. Yeah. I'm going to tell them also <laughs> that I've bought them a pool in December. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas, children. <laughs> Unwrap no, no, it in July. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when the cement trucks clear out. I will say from personal experience, so I, I worked at a job where we did get Christmas bonuses and it was supposed to be based on, not Christmas, it was year end. Yeah. So we got them in like February okay. or whatever. But it's supposed to be like performance based and stuff like that. And I got to agree with that point. Whereas like the first couple years, uh, you're like, wow, oh man, extra money on top of my paycheck? Great, I guess I'm putting that in my savings mm -hmm. account or whatever. And then after you're there a while, you see that kind of, mentality set in where they go 
I deserve this. Yes. And you go, it's a bonus. It's because we did well this year or because you did well. And like, you know, we had a little extra to spread around, so we did, and it motivates you. But like when they're like, well, it's low this year, they don't really value mm-hmm. us. So it's like, it's still a bonus. You're still getting extra, you know? Yeah, it's more so, than what you were legally supposed to be paying. Yeah, <laughs> so it, it becomes that thing where people just be, become accustomed to it and expect it, and it's a little gross for me. I do detest the bait and switch, right? Mm. Right, where they're like, we think you're getting a bonus because you had a good year and you thought you were working towards this and that's a reward that you're, you know, entitled to because that's part of your benefits or whatever. And then we're like, actually, we just changed it last minute and you don't get it. That's a dick move. But like, yeah, the entitlement of that is a little... uh, Just say, I I, I just try, like, (laughs) honestly, just watching this, I was like, I was... As someone who has never had a pool, (laughs) I found it hard (laughs) to attach myself to this message of like, this poor dude is just trying to get his family a pool. And I'm like, I just don't feel (laughs) bad for him. (laughs) The house is huge. It's gorgeous. Your house is huge. You, and I like the narrative that they're trying to spin that their neighbors are so much more high class than them. And like, look at these people poo-pooing, you know, their neighbors. Traditional family. Traditional family. And it's like, dude, the second your cousin rolled up, you poo-pooed him so fucking fast. I was like, you are your neighbors. You are your neighbors, you dick. I'm so glad you brought that up because I also feel like Cousin Eddie is also poised as a bit of a villain in this, right? He's the the family Mm -hmm. that doesn't quite fit your picture-perfect family. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like we'll have both our parents and they're, they bicker, but they'll get along mm-hmm. because it's nice having two sets of parents. And we'll have our perfect 2.5 kids mm-hmm. and we'll have, uh, we'll have, you know, our great aunt come over and it's going to be this nice, like everyone's going to be in knitted sweaters and everything like that. But your cousin Eddie is shown as like this spoil sport and this uncivilized guy. And I can't really peg a single thing that he does wrong no no the sewage the sewage is wrong (laughs) the sewage is wrong or okay the sewage is wrong or that is done out of malice i think i think in that movie cousin eddie has one of the best hearts yeah well he he is he is probably uh yeah i think he is the most well-intentioned right he is wrong and some of the stuff he does is wrong in the sense of like he goes to kidnap the boss at the end and that's a bit of extreme yeah yeah but at the same time it is like but he is also a cousin of this man okay this is something that runs in their family very clearly Mm -hmm. is this overreaction (laughs) (laughs) this idea of we have to be at a 10 at all times and 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 that also came the fact that he abducts the boss at the end also comes from the fact that he wants to get something nice for Clark because he's been so kind to him yes and he can't afford to do anything else other than something physical right and i'm gonna run down eddie right now yeah okay because like i think he's like because i remember this movie as him being like what a wacky nut job Mm -hmm. fuck that guy get him out of my house i can't believe he's set here but watching this now i'm like so so the first thing we really see eddie do is shows up unexpected which is whatever we later learn that it's because they've lost their house he hasn't worked in a while and they need someone to crash and he's too embarrassed to to say say, and who wouldn't be right you know what i mean terrible your heart goes out to the guy right then we see him at the sled thing where they put some industrial cooking grease or whatever on the sled and clark goes down yeah and he goes you know what i'm not gonna do that because i have a metal plate in my head (laughs) they had to replace with a plastic one and i might die so like immediately i'm like 
oh, you're a person who now knows safety limits and boundaries, right? And totally mm-hmm. made the right call. Yeah. You know, you're laughing at him because he's got a plate in his head. He's like, I've had a head injury in the past. and uh, Which also would be the only explanation for some of this erratic behavior. Yeah, and I'm not going <laughs> Pretty to... Pretty sure the main character's been hit in the head a few times. Yes, <laughs> as we have <laughs> seen in the movie. showing aggressive behavior yeah. out of nowhere. Uh, uh, he's also... I'll say this. He, they're like, oh, what are your other kids doing that we don't see? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you know, uh, my son went and joined the carnival, and uh, he's really enjoying it. And he says, like, if he works really hard, he's going to get up to... Um, to, to guessing ages or weights yeah. pretty soon. And he says it with no judgment or irony or like, my son joined the carnival. Yeah, what a great dad. He is so supportive, right? Mm-hmm. And Clark's just like, your kid joined the carnival? Yeah. It's like, Eddie, and then Eddie has to admit that he doesn't have any money for presents. Mm-hmm. And he also sets up realistic expectations for his kids. Yeah, so it's like, like Santa, Santa might not be coming this year, which is so sad. It is sad, but it's also better than saying nothing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And he's like, we rolled into town on fumes. I haven't mm-hmm. worked in months. Yeah. Years even. We have no money for the presents. Um, we've lost our house. This is where we're living, right? This is such a sad story. And then I will say to their credit, the family decides to buy the kids presents, Mm -hmm. the Griswolds, which was very nice. I was like, there's some redeeming thing in there. But then they play this as like, he's already on a list, right? Yes. Which is taken as like, oh, you're expecting to do this. But also, here's what the kids want. And I know what the kids want. It's, It's a bit of a, it's a bit abrasive. But I think if everything he's gone through, Eddie is still an incredibly sympathetic character in this. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. I think, uh, yes, obviously having a list prepared is a bit slimy, but if it's your kids, yep. uh, Justified. You know what I mean? In your, at least in your mind, you're like, okay, if I can do this, this guy, like if I'm looking at this guy's house, I'm like, he'll be fine. (laughs) If he he buys my kids, a, a, a couple of things. Uh, like you know a doll. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's not going to ruin anyone's Christmas or anything like that. It's not like it's spending $75,000 of money you don't have on a pool. Yeah. <laughs> Super smart. Very justified. Yeah. Also, you use the thought of that pool just to fantasize about a woman you met at the mall. That is so weird. Ah, it's gross. It's so <laughs> it's gross. gross. I feel so bad for his wife only because... Well, first of all, obviously that's something that everybody does to a certain degree. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 we're yeah. not, you know what I mean? You're not dead. Okay. You know, <laughs> put a ring on and then go, okay, we'll get my horse blinders up now. Okay. I can't see anybody else. Excuse me. I'd like to buy lingerie from the ugly person. Yes, please. Thank please. you. I have a wife. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to fault him for that. Okay. Cause like, but, but to the degree in which it is really woven into the story, I'm like, I feel like this is a problem you might yeah. have. You know what I mean? His poor fucking wife. You're obviously a psychopath okay you're causing the thousand first of all $7,500 for a pool bitch $7,500 for all the destruction you've caused since the beginning of this movie you gotta replace some of these banisters buddy okay like there's there's been that much charge to your house how do you not see that okay yeah, electric bill on those lights Jeez. saving money starts with you okay <laughs> <laughs> it starts with you it's stopping to no. do these. It's, it's saying, saying no. no it's saying hey you know what instead of doing something I'm going to do nothing <laughs> 
and that's gonna save me several thousand dollars. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, and speaking of endangering people, the second thing on this list that really is just a Craig Fay is falling off of ladders, which he and off the roof, which he does mm. many, many times, endangering himself, his family. Yeah, uh, his, neighbors, uh, his neighbors. That is a ridiculous amount of lights. Yep, ridiculous. Okay, and as a neighbor, I would complain. Yes. I would complain. This blinded them. This blinded them. Okay. It's not like a couple of, a couple of lights or something that's ugly, but quietly ugly. You know what I mean? I'm like, not, if, you're, if your property is quietly ugly, go for it. That's yeah. fine. Okay. <laughs> it's the loud ugly. That's a problem. Yeah. Okay. And those lights are loud. loud. So many lights. Plus, you have to assume that I haven't watched any of these other movies. Full disclosure. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've seen. I think I've caught in parts of the. Original I have, I have not watched any of these movies. So, but you have to assume that these people did not just move in. You know what I mean? These neighbors have been here for a minute. Well, and yes, and to that credit, the first time we see them, they walk out and they see this humongous Christmas tree sitting in the uh, driveway. Mm-hmm. And uh, they go, uh, looks like the toad overestimated the height of his kitchen. Mm-hmm. And, Which uh, is a fair comment. Yeah. So clearly, they have not gotten along for a while, which of course they wouldn't. Because the he's Griswolds your neighbor. Yeah. are miserable. And uh, he, he kind of jokingly says to him, uh, where are you going to put that? This is Todd, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Griswold, Clark Griswold turns to me and he goes, Bend over and I'll show you. And he goes, excuse me? And he goes, I wasn't talking to you, referring to his wife. Who had said nothing to him at at this moment. And I'm like, okay, you're the the asshole. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And that's something that you see in a lot of these older movies is this idea. And again, not to defend rich people, but this idea of like, okay, if you're like a little more high class, then you're the bad guy immediately. Because you're snooty and like new and like you don't like you, you yeah. wear silver jumpsuits. Yeah, that so I would say is the, the worst thing they did in the entire movie was the somewhat over the top silver oh, jumpsuits. No, I liked them. All I'm right, like, I would wear that. That looks like a Brockhampton music video. <laughs> I am down downtown for those suits. Yeah. Yeah, I can't even. They get a tree through their home. Yeah, the ice from the uh, eaves trough shoots through their window, smashes their stereo, yeah. and then melts all over their carpet. The window budget for this movie must have been as high as Die Hard. <laughs> it is my only guess. <laughs> the well, amount of windows that get smashed in this film. <laughs> it's quite a few. It's quite a few. It's quite yeah. a few. It's in their home. It's in the, it's in the Griswold's home. It's in the neighbor's home. If there is a window, it will be smashed eventually. Yeah, somebody is, uh, dogs find are jumping through shit. And, and Craig, like, I don't know if you know how expensive windows are. Uh, I don't think I've ever bought a window. No, I think I bought a window for my car. My fucking car. <laughs> 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 I swear to God, the amount of mo- now obviously these are not uh, uh, these are props, but in the real world, if you bought these, that's that was at least a couple of pools. <laughs> yeah, I mean they destroyed a couple of pools worth of uh, yeah. I'll, windows. I'll tell you why you can't afford a pool is because. <laughs> Your insurance premiums are so high. <laughs> they must the be buying like a thousand dollars a month in insurance because they're like, oh, you, <laughs> you break your neighbor's windows every two days. You set up 
25,000 lights and overload your electrical system in yeah. an old house. You climb up on the roof without any protection and fall off. Your homeowner's insurance is through the roof, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I also just can't imagine this man not being divorced. If this man mm. is divorced, I buy into this story a lot more. I do not buy into that this man has a wife. <laughs> I don't. I simply do not. Because, and I think <laughs> he's erratic and he's violent and he swears a lot and he's crazy. And you can be all of these things, but you can't also be pouty at the same time. Mm. to me it's one or the other okay you have to choose one you can't be a baby and a maniac <laughs> you're not that's not allowed so like this whole scene where he's outside and he can't get the lights on and then your parents are consoling you like oh i i can imagine it in my mind sweetie i'm like is this is this a grown man or is this a five-year-old what's happening right now yeah okay that scene freaked me out because i was like oh, yeah? if this man was my husband and he was super duper sad because no None of the lights came on. I'd be like, bitch, grow up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're Christmas lights. Also, you know I mean? Yeah. That's why you shouldn't have spent your whole time doing this. Like, you know, yeah. Like smaller just, batches or something like oh, make God. sure some of them work and then turn that on and then run another line. Yeah. You know? Like I can't, I can't get behind this person. And I do believe that this person exists. That's yeah, not what I'm course. saying, but I do not believe that this person can be in a relationship. <laughs> okay. <laughs> can't be a maniac and a baby at the same time. I can't console you and then also be like, but also like, <laughs> don't hit me. Yeah, like, right, 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 yeah, yeah. It's too much. Okay. It's too much. This man is a nightmare. Yeah. He does not speak to his wife about his financial issues. <laughs> oh, that's another okay. great point. There's yeah. a lot of things that this guy does wrong. He tries to kiss up to his boss so he can get his fucking bonus. Like, yeah. ugh, ugh. oh, yeah. God, I would never date this man. <laughs> no, no. He's well, he's a disaster. He's a disaster. And that, and to be fair, I think the movie does know that. Oh, well, yeah, but that's yeah, the whole point of the comedy. The whole point. And again, if I didn't have to criticize exactly. it, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure I would have a fun, whimsical time watching it. Uh, but I do want to talk about uh, Todd and Margot for a second, the neighbors, because really, let's let's look at what they actually want out of this and why they're so bad. Here's what they want. They want a quiet Christmas by themselves. Yes. In their own house, which they are incredibly entitled People to. are not assholes just because they don't have kids. <laughs> right. Or a Christmas tree. Yes. You know? Like yeah, that was yeah, kind yeah. of a line where it's like, don't you kind of regret not getting a Christmas tree? I know they're cliche, and then it comes through the window. And yeah, you're like, some people don't get Christmas trees and that's fine. That's fine. Because they're in their own homes and they keep the chaos, whatever it may be, to their own homes. Yes. And I think that's the key here. Here's, <laughs> you, you want a confession here? We don't decorate for Christmas, you know, at our apartment. I had a fake Christmas tree for a bit and it would sit in my storage locker forever uh. and I'd forget to bring it up. And when I moved, I got rid of it. Oh, I wouldn't. Because, I wouldn't if Mikel didn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I would not. And, he loves Christmas. It's up December first, if not earlier, if I allow it. Yeah. Um. I I had to shut down. I had to put in certain timelines though, because I'm like, I can't be looking at this thing two months out of the year. Yeah. I'll pop off. I don't and, like Christmas. It's not for me. <laughs> and I'm very lucky in that my sister has a December birthday. Uh, so growing up, we could never put the Christmas tree up before her birthday. Tight. Right. So it was always December fifteenth onward. Uh, would be the tree because yes. that's when you were allowed to. to there to were times in, in my family where we would get a Christmas tree the twenty fourth of December. Yes, <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean you're not picking from the best at that point, but no, but who cares? 
Did you do a cut your own kind of thing? Um, I think so. Well, my dad would always go out. So I think it was, <laughs> it was always like my dad and my brother because like, I don't care. And my brother likes Christmas. So he, right, right. Like, he's the one that would be like, Oh, well, we got to get a, I think one of my earliest Instagram posts is a picture of what my parents used as a Christmas tree one year. And it was just one of the plants in my in my parents' house, and they just All put right. like a bulb on it. So nice. Oh, loved it, loved it's it, the perfect. Idea, right? Nobody, yeah. If, if I I get it, and I'm not trying to like thrash on people that do like it. If no. you like it, do it because it just it. I get it. It warms your house, like it makes it you get a certain vibe. Yeah. This is your thing. Then do it. But if it's not for you, don't feel like you have to. It's it's an, yeah. It's an extra chore, is what it is. Like mm. I I you know. I'm going to admit this, Rebecca. There have been times maybe when I was, you know, a little more single or living alone where I maybe wouldn't even clean the sheets for a month. You know what I mean? Like, it would oh, just go girl. to... Oh, no. I have so much worse to say. I know. <laughs> I, I picked sheets. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> but you know what I mean? It was just like housework fell behind. I forgot yeah. to dust or whatever. And so the idea that you would put something up in your house and decorate in a way that has some sort of expiry day you know, mm, <laughs> where yeah. all of a sudden you're a piece of shit because it's February 28th and you still have a Christmas tree up, you know, because, yeah. it, you know, don't put it's like you, you ever get the Coca-Cola's with the Santa on it in July. <laughs> <laughs> and you and just keep like, thinking, I want a different Coke. I want a different Coke. <laughs> it's like, I'm sure it's fine. It's all chemicals. Yeah. It's sealed up. It's like, I probably drink drank Coke that's like 10 years old. Yeah. And it'd still be fine. But the fact that it's a Christmas in July, you're like, no. Oh, I have the same thing where I can't watch uh, Christmas episodes of television. Like, say I'm binge watching a TV show. Yep. If it's a Christmas episode, I refuse to watch it unless it's like past October. Could see that. Yeah, I can't. Like, it's there's something about energy, it. Yeah, it's a sure. weird energy. I don't like. I can watch Halloween. I can watch Thanksgiving. I can watch any of them. Uh, but Christmas for me, I'm like, this is. I only have to do this one time a year, and today is not that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking shut it down. I also find find it so funny when TV shows do that. Like, especially when you're binging it. Mm. You're like people walking around in like short sleeve shirts and stuff like that. Like the previous episode, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then they're like, now it's our Christmas episode because it's near Christmas. It's jarring. And then they're like, there's snow everywhere and whatnot. And then they go right back to like, this could happen at any point in the year. Truly. You know, yeah. it's just like, this is the only one that necessarily has to happen at a certain time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just think fundamentally, I don't understand the concept of, uh, I, I think you're writing like expiring decor. Yeah. I don't understand. Mind you, I don't understand any of it. Like, I don't understand <laughs> why they're trying to ban straws when we haven't even banned, uh, balloons yet. Balloons serve zero purpose. Unless they are some sort of medical, uh, like I believe they use some balloons for certain medical procedures yeah, and but, stuff like that. But they call it a stint. Yeah, there you go. It's a stint. So it's something completely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Balloons have no place in our society. We should remove them. Fuck, Rebecca coming hard out against families and balloons. Dude, think about it though. <laughs> balloons are simply for our pleasure. They don't, because at least like a straw, and I'm not defending, we should ban straws as well. I'm not trying to, but, well, but, in terms of but at least they have a use. Are, yeah. At least they have a use. You know what I mean? Like people with disabilities need them. Like they have, sure. there are certain aspects of this product that make sense. Nobody fucking needs a balloon, Greg. We shouldn't be producing them not, anymore. Not they should true. be out of here. Not true. 
What about the guy from Up? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that for some reason. I knew it. <laughs> That's my favorite. You had such well a serious done. look on your face. The guy, it's the guy from Up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, man. Uh, yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah. weird rant. Anyway, yeah, no, back no. to <laughs> Rebecca. Fuck families. <laughs> fuck your Christmas decorations and fuck, fuck balloons. Fuck up. Reads twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, alive. <laughs> uh, I do want to say there is something very funny about getting a jelly of the month club. Oh, dude, I would actually love a jelly of the month. Club. Yeah, would you I, eat that much jelly? That. Are well, you a big jelly eater? Well, <laughs> I, I, I suppose a jam of the month club. Jam would be, of the month, yeah. yeah. That'd be more is there my a difference vein. between jelly and jam. Well, yeah, because one is uh, like jelly has a different consistency to it. Almost. I feel like you're blowing my fucking mind. Right I, now. I could be wrong, but that that has always been what I thought where it would be like you would get grape jelly because grape jelly like grapes uh, when they when they condense like it's not you don't have chunks of fruit in it. It's it's all an even consistency. Okay. Whereas you would get like a strawberry jam because it's not it hasn't been like pureed. It's been like you have like still some chunks of strawberry in it. You know oh. what I mean? I could be wrong Maybe. though. Super Fuck. wrong. And then marmalade just gets in there and is like Well, marmalade's like all uh all the citruses, is it not? Yeah, but yeah. it's like why is that a marmalade and not a citrus jam, you know? Yeah. <laughs> weird uh, yeah no jelly of the month it's the is fucking english funny. doing yeah. this to us god damn <laughs> hi everybody oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, we all love paddington bear it's fine his marmalade uh <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's a yeah i think uh i think a lot of the people in this movie oh one thing that i do find legitimately funny and somewhat empathetic is the great aunt who wraps up the cat. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the yeah. It's just, I, I did like how they dealt with that where they're like, she gets confused sometimes. She wrapped up the cat and then they just go take it to the other room and open it up, let the cat out. And just the, the boy Russ just being like, this kind of smells. It's yeah. like clearly the cat would just be freaking the fuck out. Right. And it's just, I found that so funny. And just, she wrapped the jello too. Like it was. It's endearing and believable. <laughs> it's endearing and believable. And like that, that sucks very much. And she, it, it's also quite nice that she has her uh, husband there, you know, their mm -hmm. great uncle or whatever. And he's clearly taking care of it. They're both not there, but they're still making a go of it. It was kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, just how they sit there throughout the whole squirrel thing. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah. I've never, I love that. Every time I watch a movie where people freak out because there's an animal in the house, <laughs> dude, that shit fucking I, destroys me every time. I think it's hilarious because in my mind, I'm like, this isn't my house at all. Like this really is a fantasy right. of some character, some unbelievable characters, because if an animal showed up in my house, not an issue. No one is screaming. We're fine. Okay. Everything's going to be just a okay. Rebecca, there's a squirrel in the house. Shut the damn door. Yeah. <laughs> Do we want to get the squirrel out? No, he'll just run out when he, we open the door. When next. he's ready. Yeah. <laughs> he'll leave when he's ready. Uh, my, my sister had a, uh, this is the funniest thing to me. I'm going to tell her a story because she's not on the podcast. But she uh, was up in Peterborough and she was like making like cookies mm -hmm. and left them out on the, the oven to like cool. And she was like, all these cookies keep going missing. She couldn't understand why. And then uh, she like came back or something. She was doing like a whole bunch of different batches. Mm -hmm. And there were all these 
little footprints in the flower on the thing, and a squirrel had like ripped open the screen. Yeah, on it's the always window. the screen. Yeah, it's and, always and the was screen. running across yeah. the counter, stealing cookies, and running back. And so she like freaked out and was like, "Oh my god, there's a squirrel!" House. And they had to like open the doors and stuff like that. But I agree. I don't think I think I would freak out for the initial. There's well, a squirrel yeah, it, there. There's a there is something that's like, oh my god, this is an unidentified thing that is in, coming that's at moving me. in my home. Yes. But once you and identify it, it <laughs> squirrel, not an issue. Yeah, we're fine. Raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a raccoon will kill you and your whole fucking family, dude. Okay, that raccoon, that house is now that raccoon's house. That raccoon owns that house. Everybody leave and light it on fire. Absolutely. Jesus that, Christ. That raccoon also would not jump out of the tree. It would stroll out. Dude, I Go saw, to the kitchen. Yeah. Fill its paws with your Christmas dinner. Look at the family say, <laughs> what, what are you, you doing here? <laughs> and walk out into the night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that, that squirrel is pulling up on your lazy boy, yeah. turning on the TV and going, are you guys leaving yet or what? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no, dude, I saw a raccoon last night. I almost started <laughs> filming it. It was late night. I was sitting at my window. It was like 3 a.m. And just the fucking bear. It was a bear of a <laughs> raccoon, Greg. I swear to God, if it wasn't 3 a.m., I would have filmed that thing so fast and started making commentary. Just uh, sauntering, just a slow roll oh, across the street. Didn't give a fuck. Car was coming. Didn't care. Didn't care. Knew it would stop for it because th this raccoon knew if a car hit it, it would damage the car. Okay. <laughs> this raccoon was a mother. Oh, man. Oh. Oh, oh Toronto. <laughs> Every time I'm like, stop. Toronto is a world class city. No. We need to stop the raccoons own this city. <laughs> they do. But let's not tell we people are, about we're, it. We're Pawnee on Parks and Rec. Oh, the yeah. raccoons have taken over. They are. Oh, lovable little scamps. Yes. Uh, now, I would... <laughs> honestly, if a raccoon came out of a Christmas tree mm -hmm. in Toronto, I'm not going to fuck with it for sure. But part... And I'd be like, oh, fuck, there's a raccoon in the house. Mm -hmm. But part of me would also be like, look at that damn raccoon, though. Yeah. <laughs> look at his big butt. Dude, you feel that? That's Toronto meme <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> and I mean, doesn't take a lot. Uh, anyone else we missed in this? Uh, Any, any oh, anybody else? Oh, God. I mean, who else is supposed to be bad? The boss is supposed to be bad. Yeah, so I guess at the end, Eddie, we didn't really cover that. Eddie abducts him and brings him there. Yes. Okay, so very important to the story. <laughs> kind of, I guess. Uh, nothing really seems important to this story. You know what I mean? You could remove any one of these you could. scenes. It's a lot of set And it would, it would really seamlessly blow together. Because this guy's always also oddly always blaming all of his problems on other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like um, Louis, at one point he says uh, like Lewis lit the Christmas tree on fire. I'm going to. I'm going to. So high. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to disagree. Okay. Lewis did not light that tree on fire. You lit that tree on fire the second you brought it into your home. Okay. That tree was a fire hazard from Jump Street. Okay. You shouldn't have something that tall. You shouldn't have something taking over your entire room that was you lit it on fire also have you ever seen a christmas tree go on fire it lights up immediately yes immediately not in first hand but this is like fire department yeah, video. yeah. go watch some of those they're super it cool it is like a blowtorch on your ceiling it is insane. that's why it's super important to be watered yeah right? oh and i do feel like they set it up that the dog was drinking all the water out of the 
Yeah, but you also know that. See, this is the other thing I'd like to touch on. You fill that back up. Okay, because this is something where it's like, okay, everything's everybody else's fault. Okay, I'm not getting my pool... Um, I'm going to lose money because of my boss, not because I preemptively put a deposit down. I didn't need to. Right. Um, the tree was lit on fire because somebody was smoking a cigar close to it. We well, never a told him not to do that. Okay. Everybody's smoking all over your house the entire time. Fucking the constant smoking <laughs> cigars in the morning, which I'm like, that's some hard ass shit. That's the hardest thing I've ever seen. I don't know if you've ever smoked a cigar, Craig. Woo, buddy, that is not a morning activity. I gotta tell you, <laughs> you gotta slowly build to that. There's a reason why it's scotch and cigars, okay? Right. Because that is a 11 p.m. activity, okay? It's not a 7 a.m. one. So um, that, uh, I feel like, oh, I had another one too, where it's just like he's constantly like, these are uh, other people's problems, or these this isn't my fault, this is other people doing this to me. Whereas he's doing all of it. Like it's not your boss, your boss didn't put a deposit down that he couldn't afford. You fucking did. Yeah. Okay. This concept of like, like at one point he's watching his cousin dump sewage into the main like line, oh, which the, you uh, absolutely should not do. But he even says, he goes, that's illegal. And it's like, you know, it's illegal. You're watching him do it in your front yard and you're saying point fucking zero about it. You are as responsible as the idiot you're watching. Okay. This guy doesn't know any better. You do, but you let him do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yep. And also keep in mind that the neighbors are probably watching that as well. And they certainly were. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do they get blown up at the end? Who gets blown up? Yeah, oh, it's the kinda, Santa. It's the Santa. Yeah, goes flying. yeah it yeah, goes yeah. flying, and people are like, oh, uh, it's flying. <laughs> but Margot gets attacked by the squirrel and the dog. And the after dog. She goes and like, we need to put an end to this. Yes, yeah. this guy needs to get a smack. Which I am not one for violence, but I kind of do agree that this guy deserves a smack. <laughs> I think. And also, let's just say how nice it was that she decided to go over to his house to talk to him and not just call the cops. Yeah, because every part of this movie, I'm like. Should have called the cops. Yeah, Should have yeah, called yeah. the cops. Should have called the cops. But I also think if this is a moment where it's like, if these people are still living here under no, uh, like they've never had anybody reprimand them or anything happen to them, it's like they've probably called the cops before. They're tired of calling the cops because no, cops aren't doing shit. I could turn the lights off and like. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're not yeah. doing anything. Okay. I'm assuming they've probably. Also, this man, I would like to say, this guy works for a food additives company. Whoopee. What a morally great. <laughs> what an excellent job to have. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't feel bad for this guy ever. And I think all of his problems are his own fault. Like, uh, yeah, and and everything, everybody around him is pretty decent. And it's very clearly that it's more about him than anybody else in his family. Because at one moment he's in, he's locked up in the attic, and he's watching old videos of like what he believes to be is like perfect Christmases in his head, and he's like, I have to capture this again. But the general feeling I don't get is he's watching himself oh, the entire yeah. time. Look at how happy! Uh, I look was. how happy I am. Not look how happy my parents are or look how happy like the scene is around me or I would like to recreate this for my family. I need to attain this happiness again. This is about me. I need to recapture this feeling. Because if it wasn't just about me, I would have stopped a lot of this a long time ago. When the, wife, when the wife said it's not great to have our parents in the same house together because they don't get along. Yeah. And also 
fuck them for trying to put it's like this teenage girl is being too bitchy and like I don't want to sleep with my brother I wouldn't want to sleep with my brother yeah, either. Exactly. It's gross. You're both too old for it, and I agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One of you sleep on the floor. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That whole yeah. thing. I'm like, no, no, no. Also, there's no <laughs> also, there's no way that they wouldn't. Yeah. Anyway, the, the the kids should have been in the bunk bed instead of the grandparents, right? It was yeah, and the weirdest. Like, yeah, setup. weirdest sleeping arrangements uh, possible. So yeah. yeah, I think anybody that's supposed to be a villain in this movie, like the boss, gets kidnapped. I I do not Christmas like Eve. <laughs> I do not like this scene where he's like, "Oh well, clearly I was wrong." And the wife's like, "Well, you took away their bonuses. Obviously, this was gonna happen. This was justified. Yeah. Clearly, yeah. this, this would have happened to anybody." I will say. <laughs> That's not a that's not a a, 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 a good like oh uh, Ebenezer Scrooge coming around I really messed up I'm gonna fix it kind of moment because you abducted a man and are holding him hostage anything he agrees to here is under duress yes you know what I mean he's not thinking well like I like if you abducted me from my house Christmas Eve and brought me to uh, a, an employee's house right yes I would be like yes I'm going to agree to everything you say. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to get you arrested as fuck. Yeah. Also, when he was like, okay, you're fired. And then like he goes back. Oh, obviously nobody's fired because like, you know, clearly you were right here. No, fuck no. That guy is super duper fired Monday. Super fired. Super duper fired. Uh, can't be having this because the next time we're in a meeting and I don't like your project, what's your move here? You're going to kidnap me again? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> hold a knife against my throat and be like, mine's better though. Think about it. And I can say, yeah, I think I've lost my ability to say no to you at that point, which is not a healthy relationship for a boss and, and subordinate. Yeah, and I don't think at any time he does anything correctly. He is the villain, but also, but doesn't have, even if it was intentionally written that he's the main villain of this story, he at no point receives the redemption or the growth that would, uh, that would make him a hero or a main character. You know what I mean? You're talking about the boss? No. The oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Clark. Yeah, yes. yeah, Clark Griswold. Uh, yeah, yeah, he doesn't, he gets his bonus is kind of the hooray we did it. Yeah, everything that was chaotic till now, I've had no repercussions. Yes. Uh, there, there's been no problem for me and I get everything I want. Like, I understand when the boss, like the boss like kicks him out before and is like, can you just please leave? Yeah, fuck yeah. I would want every person out of my sight line because I know what's happening here. You know what I mean? Stop kissing my ass. Get out of my way. I'm here late too. Yeah. Stop bothering me. Give me anybody <laughs> on the phone. Give me a job. I don't want to talk to this man. Get me out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with them. Their neighbors are definitely right. Saints really. Super saint. I mean, less so Elaine. I very like Elaine. She's Elaine. <laughs> I don't care. Less so, I feel like Elaine than her husband because she is obviously their relationship is in some sort of turmoil, and I don't think she's very, uh, I don't think she's a great person to be with. No, but in the sense of her being his neighbor, I think she's absolutely justified yeah, right. in everything she does. I do feel worse for the guy in that relationship, certainly. Uh, but he's, I would say, he's the most right. Yeah, you know what I mean. He doesn't go over to hit him. He uh, he disagrees with everything as much as his wife does. He is not that snoo. I, I don't know. I I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. And and part of me thinks that uh, uh, their neighbor Margot uh, 
divorces that guy. Yeah. Moves to New York City. Yes. And and that's where she got the idea of treating everybody so badly is she's like you would not believe the neighbors that I have yeah (laughs) yeah man yeah Yeah. I mean like you've lived in apartments and stuff though right and like you know buildings and things like that like where you've had neighbors that you've shared Mm, like walls with like a loud noisy obnoxious neighbor is the worst. I think I've always been that neighbor though. <laughs> ah, okay, fair <laughs> Most enough. Most of the time when I had neighbors, I was in like, I was in university and I was like party, 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 party. Right. Although I always lucked out because like the first place I lived in, uh, the woman was 75. So uh, we lived in like a, deta- like it was her house cut in half. Right. It was a huge house though. Like seven of us lived there. Wow. Uh, and we would hold parties all the time. She would never call the cops. It was always the neighbors <laughs> because she was 75 and couldn't hear anything. Yeah. Uh, and I had another w- place where I was partying all the time, but nobody bought, I'd never bothered anybody because number one, my uh, one neighbor was legit deaf. Like Great. legitimately like had like the light bulb ah. so you could see the doorbell, like that sort of thing, deaf. And then uh, my other, and then the neighbor on the other side of me uh, was addicted to crack. So he <laughs> wouldn't bother anybody because he's they addicted didn't want anybody to, crack. to come coming around. Oh looking, yeah. yeah. It was so easy. Anytime I bring somebody over, I'd be like, guess yeah, I'm going to let you walk down the hall with me and I'm going to let you guess which one of my neighbors is addicted to crack. Which I'm not saying it's kind of rude because you shouldn't make fun of people, you know, when I mean yeah, for yeah. their vices and that sort of thing. But to say you could tell immediately which one was his because it had all the boot marks on the door from people trying to collect. Shit. Yeah, the amount of times I would walk by and so somebody That's would tell scary. me, oh, these huge, huge dudes would just be like, nothing happening here. And I would just salute them and be like, you're certainly right, sir, on my way. <laughs> Excuse me. I would get so formal with these guys in like leather vests. Right you are, sir, on my way. <laughs> There's not even an apartment there as far as no. I know. <laughs> Yeah. I just saw some guy trying to get into a utility closet. Uh, so I kind of get it, but at yeah. the same time, like I'm totally on their sides. I'm like, these people would be fucking nightmares. And just by painting these people as snooty does not necessarily make them the villain. No, they just have a slightly different lifestyle than you. Absolutely. And But also not that slightly because they have the same house in the same neighborhood. And also and you did the same thing they did to yeah, your own cousin. Exactly. So you're wrong. So you're wrong. <laughs> you're yeah. wrong. They're wrong. Right. Eddie and Margot probably would get along better than Ed, than uh, Clark would get with any of them. Absolutely. You know what I mean? They'd be like, oh, you're kind of unrefined, but like. But you, you keep to your own yard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't smashed any of our windows uh, yeah, yet. Yeah. You, so you're you 100% of, upgrade. <laughs> kind of parked an eyesore and blew up the sewer. But other than that. Yeah. Yeah. You're fine. It's all good. <laughs> uh, anything else you wanted to share? No, I think we I think yeah. we covered it. We covered the Christmas vacation. Uh, now, uh, time for our definitive rankings. Ah, of yes. How good the villain was. Uh, absolutely definitive. Uh, so I've got the uh, uh, the twelve days of Christmas scale. Okay. Okay. So from uh, a partridge in a pear tree to uh, twelve drummers drumming, uh, I'm gonna give. Uh, Margot and Todd, a solid uh, bells are ringing because uh, they just want some fucking peace and quiet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I give it uh, the the scale of worst presents I've ever gotten, um, which isn't honestly. Apparently, after thinking about it, I'm like, oh, I've gotten some pretty good gifts. I haven't gotten a lot of misses, right? Uh, but the from uh, a hair straightener 
which is not a hair straightener in the sense of like you could use it to curl your hair. It legitimately was only for straightening hair. And if you've ever met me, please note, I have the straightest hair of all time and it will not curl. It it simply will not curl. Yeah. One year, my grandmother gave me that as a gift and I was like, what? Well, she's probably like her hair is so straight all the time. She must use these. No, she was going, she's going a little crazy. And my one cousin had huge curly hair. So I think she just genuinely confused the two of us. And, and, uh, and a Bible, which if you know me, uh, <laughs> you could have just thrown it in the garbage. Curly. Uh, <laughs> I give this I um, a giving nothing. <laughs> That's all I give it. I, just, I give them a giving nothing. It's uh, you're fine. You're fine. It's perfect. Uh, you, you do not feel obliged. No, do not feel obliged. <laughs> it is not necessary. And we appreciate you for it. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right, and before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, couple ways you can help the podcast. Uh, if you're on Apple uh, Podcasts, not iTunes anymore. Every time uh, <laughs> we fuck this up, every, every time you think we would learn, it's, it, they changed the name of the platform like a month ago. We are a hundred years, years old. old. <laughs> but, uh, you, you're blogging on your podcast now. Uh, <laughs> uh, how do I? Anyway, uh, head on over to that app or whatever it is. Uh, if you want, yeah, hit some. Subscribe. Uh, also, leave us a, a nice five-star rating, maybe a quick one-sentence review. It helps us uh, come up in the rankings, helps other people discover the podcast, which is really nice. Uh, you can also hit us up on Facebook, Villain Was Right, uh, Twitter, VWR Podcast. Email us at villainwasright at gmail.com. Send in your suggestions uh, for the new year and everything like that. We're happy to take them. And uh, we also have a Patreon. So. Yeah, hit up our Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash right. And uh, you can hit us up on one of those tiers, even if you have just a just a just a loony, a little loony. No, wait, it's in U.S. dollars. It's in U.S. dollars. No, it's I'm a, still calling it a loony, that's bitches. A, that's a Sacagawea dollar. <laughs> that it's a loony. <laughs> and quit making fun of me, Americans, for saying the words loony and toony. I despise them. Anyway. Yeah, it's charming. It's charming. We're whimsical people. Uh, if you got a buck uh, and you just like, hey, we're gonna send you a dollar, we will tell you the closest place to buy a hammock in your area. Okay? The hammock district. It, it, yeah, and it, we have it all the way up to a uh, to the Gollum tier where you can uh, where you can get a bonus episodes. Craig and I release a bonus episode, uh, a little a little mini episode about just villains we enjoy that aren't right, but. We want to talk about them because they're great. Yeah. So if you need a a little extra Rebecca and Craig in your life, you can hit us up at uh, Patreon. We really appreciate it because, yeah, we don't really we don't get paid otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) And if not, thank you so much for listening. Oh, yeah. Just Uh, listening. Just listening and sharing with your friends. You guys are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fantastic. So uh, we've got uh, Hero and Villain of the Week. I think. uh, What do you got, Rebecca? Oh, I've got a I've got a a villain, a villain. Definitely a villain. I don't know why I had to think about it. (laughs) I think I'm going to let you go first, Craig. Oh, okay. Uh, Yes. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, I got all confused there. Uh, Yeah. So um, for me, it was a uh, it's okay. This is this kind of bothers me, which is. Does it grind your gears? It grinds my gears, you might say, which is, this This is a villain. And I, this happens occasionally, and people come up to me, and they'd be like, oh, Craig, uh, you've, you've done this festival, or you've uh, accomplished this in your career, or you have done this. Some marker of success, right? Yeah. And I have not accomplished that. But people are just like, well, of course you have. And I have not done that. I see what you're saying. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> right. And then I go, no, which is fine. 
right? Like, yes, I, of course. But then the follow-up is why not? You're so good or you're so, mm. or you, we, I would have thought you've done all of that. And I was just like, it just is so disheartening. <laughs> because it's so hard to you should not hold things up or certain accomplishments you should not judge your own success in any industry or any endeavor by other people's definition of success i think you'd agree with that right yeah for sure yeah uh but then when people come at you and they're like here's something you should have accomplished and then ask you why you haven't accomplished it it's really hard to do that right where you go oh in their eyes, I am not successful or I have not obtained this level of success. So it's just really kind of, it's like one of those like real disheartening things where you're like, well, you're good enough to do it. You're like, I thought I was too, but I haven't done it yet. Oh, so yeah. there we go. Especially when it's from comedians because you're like, oh. Yeah. So I'm taking shit from somebody sleeping on a mattress <laughs> on the floor with three other dudes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is garbage. Yeah, it's just that just kind of has irked me yeah. uh, a little bit. It's a tis the season, if you will. <laughs> mm, I feel you on that but one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's just it. It's very small. Um, well, this, one, uh, this movie reminded me of uh, one of my favorite Christmas stories. And pardon me if I have already told this one, but it is... Truly one of my favorites. Uh, so every year uh, when I was living at home, my father would not buy my mother any Christmas presents. This was tradition. Okay. And what would happen is is that he would generally get my mom, and I'm not saying he's cheap or anything, like he would give her money. And he'd okay. be like, go buy what you want because I don't know what you want and I'm just going to buy something you don't. Um, but what he would do every year is he would give me like whatever, a hundred bucks or a couple hundred bucks to go buy my mom, like one or two things that she could open up on the day so that it's not a nightmare. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Cause my mom would do all the Christmas shopping otherwise. Anyway, one, one particular year I was probably like, I don't know. I had a job at the time. So probably like 16, 17 and, uh, we get into December couple weeks rolls by and my dad hasn't asked me this year and I'm like oh good for him this is the year that he's doing it he's really figured it out right (laughs) Craig you know my father Um, I swear to God December 23rd the evening of December Ah. 23rd my dad takes me aside and goes ah Rebecca I've got a problem and I already know what the problem is because he hasn't asked me the question he asks me every year. He goes, I have a, I have a problem. Uh, I didn't get anything for your mother. I really, like, we don't have anything. I need you to go out and buy her some gifts tomorrow. And I was like, well, why don't you go out? And he was like, well, I have, to, I have to finish this job. I have to go to work tomorrow. I cannot go to the mall. So my dad wants me to go to the mall on December 24th and figure out what to buy my mother. <laughs> I wake up the next morning, ready to go. Um, my father has already left for work, and my mother is at work, so I now have to walk to the mall. Oh, <laughs> Otherwise, no. my mother is not getting any presents, right? Oh, God. So I'm like, shit, okay. Well, that's fine. It's not that far. It's like a 45-minute walk. Oh, my God. Okay, it's not that far. But you've got to get presents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh. i got to get presents. It's the middle. Like, I think I think my dad could, like, pick me up or something like that. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, if I left late enough, my dad could pick me up and, like, whatever. So I'm walking. <laughs> I'm walking and uh, I'm walking by, I remember so specifically a Wendy's and Lindsay. 
<laughs> nobody would know where that is. There's two people listening to this that know where that is. But I'm walking by this Wendy's and it's a particularly tough spot because it's on the main street in Lindsay and like there's like five or six drive throughs in a row. So it's particularly chaotic to get out of, right? But um, clearly there's a woman not paying attention at all. And I swear to God, this woman hits me with her car. Not like, oh my God, I need to go to the hospital hard, but hard enough that I'm down. I'm down on the ground. This woman has hit me hard in the thigh. Now you would ask yourself, <laughs> if this happened to you, what, you, what would your next move, Craig, be? If you, I hit a woman? Yeah, you just hit a woman. Uh, get out, apologize, are you okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. She didn't even make it to the first step. She rolled down her window, uh. <laughs> leaned a bit out and said, are you okay? <laughs> And me being shook and like, what the fuck? I was like, ah, uh, and I stood up and I was like, yeah, I, I guess I'm okay. Meaning like I can like function. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, like I, I guess I'm okay. She goes, okay, great. And then peels out. <laughs> I guess so fast that I can't obtain any of her information or something like that. Wow. And then I had to limp to the mall. <laughs> I couldn't even go home, Craig. I couldn't go home. <laughs> I had to limp. Your mom still needs presents. <laughs> yeah, to fucking limp to the mall to buy my oh, mom gifts. Oh, God. Oh, man. Please tell me your dad gave you a lot of credit for that trip. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I can't remember, but I do remember that I had a bruise on me the size of my, like, two, two of my faces. It was my whole thigh was completely, uh. like, bloodied. Man alive. Uh, so if I, if, if that woman is listening or if she's out there, uh, fuck you. <laughs> uh, big fuck hitting you a, to you. Hitting a teenager with your car on Christmas Eve and driving And, and then not getting out. Uh, you're a very, very bad woman, and I hope you had a horrible Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> and that's how we're going to leave you. <laughs> yes, that's, that's how we're doing it. <laughs> Swear to God, true went, story, true story. And she drove out of sight. You're a very bad person, and I hope you had a Christmas. Good night. <laughs> oh, oh, what a hot, hot bitch. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> That's it from us. Uh, where can people find you, Craig? Uh, you can find me at Craig Fay Comedy on Twitter, Craig Fay uh, on F Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook, CraigFay.com for show dates. Yes. And for me, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads. I will have an album coming out on December 26th. Please check that out. It's called Buddy. You can uh, stream it on Spotify. You can buy it on uh, Apple Music if that's something that you want to own. Or even uh, personally message me and I can uh, get a physical copy to you if you're old school and you want a CD, just uh, DM me and I'll be able to hook you up with one of those. I will send it to you. You just have to buy it and I'll send it postage free of charge. No problem. There free shipping, baby. I'll do it for you. Wow. Don't worry about it. Unless, well, you know what? You send it to me. For, you want it from another side of the world. I'll do it anyway. I want you to have ah, it. That's, so that's what I'm saying. And this is going to be a hot fucking album. This is so good. I'm going to say this yeah. every time I was there when you recorded it. So funny. You're not going to regret getting this. This is an objective third party. You can trust me. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, for sure. Super objective. Uh, so you know what, guys? Thank you for listening. As always, uh, next week we're going to be talking about Sweet Jesus, my best friend's girl. We're so sorry. Do not I'm, watch that movie. In I'm so sorry. I just want to say it. I'm so sorry that this has happened to you and us. Uh, <laughs> it's a very, very bad movie, but a fun podcast. So uh, check that out. Uh, until then, this is The Villain Was Right, reminding you that you are allowed to ignore the idiots in your life. <laughs> The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Ivamy for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. 